This is the James Cancer-Free World Podcast. I'm Steve Wartenberg, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. This is our special Pelotonia Memories episode. If you're a regular listener, which I hope you are, you know I've been talking with several of the top docs here at the James, learning all about the great work they do. But what you may not know is that everyone I've interviewed so far participates in Pelotonia. And after we finish our regular podcast, Paul, our engineer slash producer, he keeps recording and I ask everyone for their favorite Pelotonia memory. We've put all these memories together into our special Pelotonia memories episode. What is Pelotonia? Well, it all began in 2009. Pelotonia is not just a bike ride. It's a grassroots movement of a growing group of riders, volunteers, and virtual riders who all come together every August for an amazing, inspiring, and life-changing weekend. So far, we've raised $157 million and counting for cancer research here at the James. The idea for Pelotonia came from Mike Caligiri, the former director of the Comprehensive Cancer Center and CEO of the James. And guess what? I was able to talk to Mike and ask him how the heck he came up with this out-of-the-box idea for Pelotonia. You know, I had this idea for a bike event, um, but kind of a crazy idea if you think about it. This is, you know, back in 2007 or 8, 2008. Again, again during the recession. During the recession, and um, it was right before the recession. I'd just become the CEO of the James, and I said, you know, I, I, I think I'd like to do this, you know, and uh, modeling it after the Pan Mass Challenge. That's which, a bike race in the Boston, a right. bike ride in the Boston area that right. raises money for... I'm sorry, what hospital? The Dean of Farber Cancer Farber. Institute, okay. where I used to be, where okay. I trained and where I was first on the faculty. And so, uh, which was small at that time, but I thought we could do something similar and grow. And, um, but you know, the first person you give the idea to, if they say, are you kidding me? Then, you know, gone, forget it, right? So my dear, dear friend and a woman who became the president of the James Foundation Board, uh, Cindy Hilsheimer, uh, came out to me. And we didn't know each other well. And she said, you know, you're the new head of the James. You really got to think of something a little different to do to raise money from the community. And, of course, that was the perfect segue to say, Cindy, I actually have an idea, but I've been afraid to share it with someone. And she said, what's the idea? And I said, well, it's to have a bike event. And the key to this bike event, we get community members to underwrite the bike event so that every dollar raised, 100% of it goes to cancer research. There's no overhead at all. And Cindy, if you knew her, is Wonder Woman. And she said, without a breath, said, I think I know who would fund that. <laughs> and she literally went to the NetJets board, foundation board, which she was a member of, and got them to fund it. And they funded the first year, which launched the whole thing. Um, you know, the first year we raised $4 million, and 100% of it went to cancer research. Of course, now we've raised cumulatively in nine years $156 million. It's phenomenal success. So, Mike, give me, before I ask you for your favorite Pelotonia memory, just give me a sense of back then, before the first ride, did you ever think it was going to grow and, and become this just life-changing, community-wide, groundswell of, of support and, and love, really? I guess you'd expect me to say no, but I'm kind of a vision guy. Okay. And, um, well, not could have imagined, um, I guess, exactly. But I did imagine something that really caught the community and raised tens of millions of dollars. Um, I did imagine that is happening if it caught on, you know, and 
it, you know, what I didn't imagine is the type of support we received so willingly from our community partners. Uh, back when Tom Lennox, uh, who was the first uh, CEO of, of Pelotonia, and now with Doug Allman, you know, what each of them have garnered from our, our, our uh, supporters, our, our sponsors. It's just phenomenal. And what's really neat is how they say, no, what's neat is what Pelotonia has done for us because it's helped build culture, team building in our own organizations. So that I hadn't imagined. I hadn't imagined that it would be so win-win. So, you know, L Brands, Huntington telling us, you know, this is what this does for our organization is amazing. Because as someone from L Brands told me the other day, at first we were just giving to causes. And we really didn't understand why. But when Pelotonia came along, it really was a common passion, mission, education, ride, camaraderie. And it changed our whole sense of giving. That I didn't imagine what it would do for our sponsors. And I'm so grateful that they're continuing to support Doug and his amazing effort at Pelotonia. That's true. And I remember before the first Pelotonia, I don't remember if you'll remember this, you came in, I was working at the Columbus Dispatch at the time. You came in to talk to a group of us, 10 or 12 of us, to talk about this new ride that had never been done before that you were so passionate about. And people somehow talked me into doing it. And I thought, eh, it'll just be another, you know, bike ride and it's going to be hard to raise the money and and obviously on that first ride riding along the street the first ride we went through the james didn't we yes and there were people out there with their their gurneys yep Yep. and and patients were out there cheering us on holding signs and i think that's the moment for me when i realized oh this is not just a bike ride this is something special yeah for me i think every year when i've you know just sat back and looked or been on stage and I see what it is and what it's doing for our community and ultimately, of course, for our patients. When I think about the discoveries that have come out of it, the people we've recruited because of it, um, the cures that have been brought forth uh, as a result of it, it just gives me such an amazingly warm feeling and and uh, and, and incredibly, um, I'm incredibly satisfied. And then a smaller thing, but important to me, is seeing my family ride it's really cool to see, you know, my three kids, the next generation out there, and uh, I'm sure they'll be they'll be riding well beyond me, and I'm they're, they're committed to the cause, and you know, of course that 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 just gives me immense uh, pride, satisfaction. So, and I think I I did see you got your group this year on day two, and is it your daughter who like leads the pack? My niece, your niece, she my like niece. leads the, pack the oh, whole way. She's right? a beast. <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah, the whole second day, yeah, and we she, all draft off of her amazingly fit uh, Regina Schwind and she you know lives in Chicago and uh, comes in and just you know and another, 180 boom another thing I've noticed is that during the course of your 180 mile ride I think you average like saying hello and thanking 20 to 30 people per mile <laughs> yeah you know it's important you know two of the easiest words you can say and sometimes they're so hard to say is thank you I mean, I really, really appreciate everybody who's out there riding. I know they're working hard to raise their money and to 
break their own goals uh, that they set for themselves to to raise the money, the miles that they ride, and it's for a passion. Um, it's to help a friend. It's to support someone. It's it's because it's the right thing to do. Um, I, I'm so grateful for that. I mean, what this is this is a you know it's a team sport, but it's an individual effort as well. So I'm I'm just incredibly grateful for that, and I want everyone who's riding, volunteering, um, who's virtually riding, to know how grateful. I am and how everyone in cancer research is for them, not only here at the James, but around the world. This is important. All right. Thank you for sharing your Pelotonia memories, and thank you for creating Pelotonia. Oh, thank you. I just had a part of it, but I'm delighted that uh, it's, it's grown into what it is. As Mike just said, Pelotonia has grown into something really special. I've talked to a lot of Pelotonia people over the years, and we've all come to the same conclusion. There's no way to describe to someone who's about to embark on their first Pelotonia ride exactly how amazing, how emotional, how uplifting, exhilarating, exhausting, and life-affirming it's going to be. No way. Nevertheless, we're going to try to do that on this podcast. Next up is Dave Cohn. Dave is the director of the Division of Gynecological Oncology here at the James, and he was recently named Director of Medical Affairs. Dave has ridden every Pelotonia, all nine of them, and his Pelotonia memories are a perfect example of how the ride has helped connect the community with the James staff and connect the James staff with the community. Well, certainly every Pelotonia has great memories. Um, I was told in 2009 when Pelotonia started that I would ride. It wasn't really a choice when Mike Caligiuri said to me, well, um, yep, you're going to ride. And uh, I had to go out and buy my bike and figure out how to ride my bike. I actually recruited my brother-in-law from New York to ride with me. Uh, A great story that he had never ridden outdoors before, had done all of his training indoors in a spinning bike. He rode 100 miles. His first ever outdoor ride not ever, maybe as a kid, but his first adult ride on a, a road bike was 100 miles in Pelotonia. Exactly. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so we rented him a bike, and uh, within about the first couple miles, um, my brother-in-law was nowhere to be found. <laughs> and I went back and picked him up, and his his pedals were spinning at about 130 uh, revolutions a minute. And Which I is said, way too fast, about wait, 50% right. too fast. And I said, Chris, what gear are you in? And he said, gears? What are gears? <laughs> so that was the beginning of our Pelotonia experience. But I'd have to say my very favorite experience um, has been year after year is recognizing a sign that's been put out by one of my patients that says, uh, go riders, thank you, and thank you, Dr. Cohn, for saving my life. It says your name. It does. And so... uh, And did you know this sign was going to be there when you, as you approached it? I did not. And so in the original route, because the route changed after a few years, from south to now going north, she was on the northern route. And so for a couple years, I rode it south and never saw anything. And then I showed up, and when the when the route turned north, this sign was out there, and I passed it by, saw it, turned back around, um, saw my patient that was sitting out in her driveway cheering on the riders, and it was really an emotional experience that there were tears in my eyes for the next five miles, as there were every year after that, passing that sign and spending time with my patient. So it's just, to me, a remarkable experience to have these supporters out on the route uh, early in the morning cheering their patients there are survivors, there's family members, and family members of, of cancer patients who are gone now. And I think that that, to me, is the most important memories that I have of Pelotonia. 
FYI, Dave has become a pretty serious cyclist since he was told that he had to get a bike and had to ride in the first Pelotonia. Cycling seems to be a little bit addictive. In fact, later this year after Pelotonia, Dave and a buddy are headed over to France and they're going to ride up a few of the Alps. And yes, I am totally jealous. So Dave, if you're listening, maybe we could do a podcast from the top of the Alpe d'Huez in the Alps. Think about it. Next up with his favorite Pelotonian memory is Dave Carbone. Dave is the director of the James Thoracic Center and is a lung cancer specialist. In an upcoming episode of the podcast, Dave will fill us in on immunotherapy, an important new cancer treatment. Dave's Pelotonia memory also involves one of his patients. As you're already starting to learn, the James doctors and their patients often form really close bonds and friendships that last long after their treatment is completed. Finishing the 100 miles was a pretty good memory. <laughs> was that your first ever century ride? Oh, no. I actually, okay. when I was young and fit, I used to do 100-mile rides, but I hadn't done, done one for 20 years when I finished my first 100 through Pelotonia. But I remember very clearly, and in, in, it's not a single ep- event, but it was a connected couple of events around the same patient. When, one of my patients was um, had set up some canvases uh, along the side of the road, big white canvases that were about six feet across, and they had the word cancer in 10-inch high red letters across them. And uh, the instructions to riders going by were to take paint balloons that they would hand out and throw them at this sign with the word cancer to wipe out cancer. That's a great idea. And at the end of the ride, um, these signs were very effectively obliterated. The word cancer was very effectively obliterated. And uh, the, this patient of mine uh, gave me one of these canvases, and I uh, hung it in our thoracic oncology center with a little description of its significance. And this same patient, I remember biking through her town, and, um, and she sent, I saw her uh, on the side of the road and waved at her, and, and she sent me a little video of me biking by and waving at her. And, and, and this kind of community engagement uh, with this particular patient and many others has uh, made Pelotonia the special thing that it really is. Have you ever had any of your patients who've been able to to ride? Oh, yeah, quite a few. I was talking to, um, I have one patient I was talking to yesterday. She's 78 years old, I think. And she was saying how she was feeling a little more tired than usual and was scheduled to run a 5K next weekend, (laughs) but wasn't sure she was up to it. And um, so we have... We're now able to um, control cancer patients' symptoms and help them enough that many of our patients are leading fully active lives and uh, able to participate in things like Pelotonia. Next, we'll hear from Heather Hample. Heather is a cancer genetic counselor in the Division of Human Genetics here at the James. And here's a cool story about Heather and her family. At the first Pelotonia, Heather's husband and their two little boys were waiting at the finish line for Heather with a big sign that read, Way to go, Mom. We love you. 
and the sign had the year on it, 2009. The boys have been back every year at the finish line with the exact same sign with the previous year crossed out and the current one written on the sign. I've seen a few of the photos and you can watch Heather's boys grow up year by year, inch by inch at Pelotonia. Here's Heather's favorite Pelotonia memories. Yeah, so having ridden in nine so far, it was hard to pick just one. There's so, so many. and um, But I think some of my favorite memories have to do with um, OCCPI, our Ohio Colon Cancer Prevention Initiative, you know, which was really the first large statewide study funded by Pelotonia dollars. And so, you know, I know firsthand... Um, how hard everyone works to raise their money for their ride. And I take that very seriously when I run the research. You know, we, we like squabble over prices and get the best deals and do everything the most economically that we can. Um, and so, so seeing some of my former patients become riders has been really um, inspiring for me. You know, uh, when I think it's tough out there, um, riding my 50 or my 75, or I did one time accomplish the 100 miles. I, 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 I think of my patients who are out there riding sometimes during treatment, um, sometimes right after treatment. Uh, Jay McDaniel uh, is one of uh, my favorite patients. He was the first patient diagnosed with Lynch syndrome, actually, on the OCCPI study. Just a, an amazing person who had a serious family history of colon cancer and told me it wasn't a matter of if he got colon cancer, it was when. Um, but unfortunately, he hadn't been diagnosed with Lynch syndrome, wasn't, went in for his first colonoscopy at 44, was told he could come back in five years, which is not enough for someone with Lynch syndrome. So he came in with symptoms at 47 and was diagnosed with colon cancer at the James. He joined the OCCPI study and wasn't surprised at all when we found out that he had Lynch syndrome. Um, but the power is that now for the next generation, he has three daughters who come and cheer him on in Pelotonia. Um, only one, his oldest, tested positive. And he says he hopes she's the first person in his family with Lynch syndrome who never gets cancer. And that's the difference we can make. You know, we can um, save lives from what we're doing. Um, and I love to tell people about OCCPI while I'm writing. So I befriended one year a group of uh, Huntington riders from Michigan who just asked me what I did. And you know how it is on the ride. You get to uh, know the riders around you. They were keeping me company because my sister uh, only rides the first 25. And so then I was on my own. And it's so much nicer to have people around to talk to. So they were keeping me company and cheering me on. And I started telling them about the study. And they were really touched to hear firsthand stories of the lives they've saved, like Jay's daughter. Um, you know, to know that their hard work and fundraising is saving lives and that I've seen it firsthand. Um, really meant a lot to them, actually. I have a picture with them at the finish, and they sort of became my adopted team that year. And I think that, um, you know, we're doing a lot with Pelotonia to spread the word about the impact, but it's so important because we really are uh, saving lives. One year also, I... Um, I got a flat, and this gentleman, everyone's passing me, and I didn't have my right tool to do the thing myself, and this guy stopped and filled up my tire, and I did catch his name and donated to his ride afterwards and thanked him. Um, there's so many stories. I mean, it's just really a community out there um, with everybody supporting everybody with really the one goal of, of ending cancer. As you just heard, Pelotonia has funded the OCCPI program that Heather leads. 
In our next podcast, we'll have Heather back to tell us all about this great program. And in another upcoming podcast, Dave Cohn will be back to talk about Optech, a Pelotonia-funded program tackling endometrial cancer on a statewide basis. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with some more Pelotonia memories. A revolution in lung cancer treatment is happening at the James. We're proving lung cancer isn't solely defined by location and stage, but rather the individual molecules and genes that drive it. Simply put, there is no routine lung cancer. That's why our world-renowned specialists put their expertise towards treating one particular lung cancer, yours. At The James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your lung cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. We're back with some more Pelotonia memories, and next up is Bill Farr, the interim CEO of the James and a breast cancer surgeon. Here's something Bill and all the other docs I've interviewed from the James have in common. They're all these just incredibly kind, caring, nice people. This seems to be the culture of the James, and now it's the culture of Pelotonia. There's something about a bike ride that seems to bring people together. Maybe it's all the spandex we wear, maybe it's all the hills we climb, or maybe it's the beer and the wine and the pasta and all the fun waiting for us at the finish line. Who knows, but that's the way it is at Pelotonia. So here's Bill with his favorite Pelotonia memory. You've ridden all nine Pelotonia so far, so you, I'm sure you have a lot of great memories, but fill us in on your favorite memory or two. Well, um, one is that, that I uh, participated, as well as my wife, uh, in signing up uh, for all nine, uh, but there's one that my <laughs> wife wouldn't let me ride in, and that's because my daughter was getting married the next day. So uh, <laughs> On the Sunday after Pelotonia? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so I begrudgingly uh, gave up riding, but I did raise my money. <laughs> okay. uh, so that's the one memory that uh, my wife and I remember is not being able to ride, even though we, we raised our money. Uh, but I'll tell you, the biggest memory is just um, uh, the opportunity to to be out with so many patients, a lot of patients, uh, the, a lot of them are survivors uh, that are riding. Uh, and in the, in the 50 miles that we ride, I would say 10 to 20 patients I would run across and just to sit and talk to them a little bit about about why they're riding. Um, uh, and we see a lot of patients' families that are riding for, for their loved one that has cancer. Uh, so that's that's was really rewarding, uh, 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 really for me to to not only participate and and raise money for the the breast uh, for the uh, uh, cancer uh, patients, uh, but also see uh, see many of the survivors out uh, uh, riding to continue to raise money, uh, which is so crucial to uh, uh, to really. Um, um, helping with cancer treatment, uh, all of the all of the uh, different uh, advances that I talked about in breast cancer treatment, every single one of those came out came about by research, uh, and so uh, uh, not only in breast cancer but every solid uh, tumor as well as the the blood c- uh, cancers, uh, none of that's possible uh, without having the money to do research. And Pelotonia, as you know, is rated over 156 million. Uh, and the, the, what's great is just uh, the whole uh, uh, 
state of Ohio participates in Pelotonia as well as many of the of other uh, states are, are around the country uh, and uh, how uh, Columbus has has bought into Pelotonia and supported it is just fantastic. Not everyone can ride in Pelotonia, but that doesn't mean you can't be involved. Here's a great example from Electra Paskett. Electra is the director of the Division of Cancer Prevention and Control here at the James, and she's a leading expert in what's known as population sciences. Electra is also a breast cancer survivor, and she has some lingering issues with lymphedema, which is swelling in the arms and the legs that is a problem for some breast cancer patients. Because of this, Electra can't ride, but her family, they have her back, which is another really cool thing about Pelotonia, how families and extended families and your neighbors and your friends and the people you you work with all come together. I've been a virtual rider every year. I have also um, sponsored a team, population sciences team, every year for Pelotonia. And my husband rides, um, and my middle son rides. They both ride every year. My husband does the 100. My uh, middle son does the 180. He's oh, a beast. okay. And so they ride together the first day? Well. Or at least start off together? <laughs> not really, because my middle son is a beast. Oh, and he, so oh okay. He, he, yeah, he, the, the last year he rode with George, so he rides pretty fast. Who is George? George, um... Uh, Hiccup, right? Oh, Hinkapi. Hinkapi. George Hinkapi. Uh, oh, he rode with, he G- rode with George uh, Hinkapi. Like, and stayed with them? For about more than half, yeah. Oh, so he wow. rides that really is, fast. That is fast. He rides really fast. So he comes in usually about an hour before my husband. Okay. And then a couple of, uh, two or three years, my youngest son has also ridden, yeah. Do you, so are you, are, are you there at the finish? I'm there at the finish. I've been there there at the finish all every year except two years was when I was had other commitments. But it's great. And I think my favorite memory is at the finish line, watching everybody come across because um, people are so excited to finish and they're very emotional. And a lot of times the big groups are riding together, holding hands, and all of us spectators are ringing the bells. And I think that is just really, really exciting. In case you're not a Tour de France fan, George Hincapi is a former professional cyclist who rode in the Tour de France 17 times. And George, he rode in Pelotonia last year. And of course, he was at the front of the pack with Electra's son and a few other hammerheads. I was a little further back. For the past few years, I've ridden on day two of Pelotonia with Samik Roy Chowdhury, who's an expert in what's known as precision cancer medicine. Samik was the guest on our very first podcast. So the past five uh, uh, Pelotonia rides, I've been a faculty member, uh, but the first two that I did, uh, beginning in 2010, I was actually living uh, in Michigan uh, at the school up north during my training, and I was introduced to it by Dr. Caligiuri. We, we should mention you went to Ohio State undergraduate, graduate, Ph.D., and were in Dr. Caligiuri's That's lab? right. I did my okay. Ph.D. with Dr. Caligiuri. So you kept in touch, and he told you about this bike ride we have down here in Columbus. And I thought, hey, I'll come visit my parents, spend the weekend, do this bike ride. And so I I purchased a bike uh, because I didn't have a bicycle. I did one ride of about 10 minutes in my neighborhood. And then I showed up for the bike ride uh, in 2010. I did 40 miles that year. And then after that 40-mile ride, 
I, uh, I, I did uh, about 16 hours of sleep <laughs> with no preparation, no training, out of shape. Uh, but that brought me back. And, and what I experienced then was the, the passion, uh, the grassroots uh, feel and movement. Uh, I talked to people on the ride, you know, why they were riding. Um, Dr. Caligiuri passed me on the ride because I was so slow. Uh, and I was inspired to come back, contribute, and ride further. And so the next year I rode 50 miles. Uh, the following year was my first year in 2012 as a faculty member. I rode 100 miles. And then the year after that, I rode 180. And uh, uh, since then, I've continued to ride 180. And, and on the longer ride, I, I get a chance to meet uh, this gentleman uh, along the, r- the way uh, who has a sign every year now uh, where he thanks the riders for saving his wife's life. And, and, and so I'm sure everyone who's done the 100 miles has, has seen this person. Uh, and that's just such an inspiring moment. You know, it's late in the ride, you're tired, and it reminds you why you're pedaling, why you're fundraising, and, and why we're in this together. Just so you know, Samik is now a really strong rider, and he does more than his fair share of pulling our little Peloton along on day two. You should also know you don't have to be a strong and experienced cyclist to participate in Pelotonia. There's a ride for every level of cyclist, including new riders who take on the 25-mile or the 50-mile route. So, in other words, you should really join us if you're not already a Pelotonia rider. Our next memory is from Rafe Pollock, the new director of the Comprehensive Cancer Center. Uh, Without a doubt, my favorite memory uh, has been riding with the patients. Uh, And uh, that had particular meaning for me because... Uh, I had the I have had the opportunity to ride with several of my own patients uh, that people was, you have operated on yes, and treated yes. and, and followed up on and gotten to know yes uh, and that that's just uh, it's it's a, a priceless experience what happens you you you're riding and someone will either pass you or you'll pass them and you recognize each other or one was a patient who I saw just just in that way, that sort of serendipitous. Uh, but but several of the patients were people that um, we had connected with before and had made a plan to ride together. Oh, so you met up at the start. Yeah, we met up at the start uh, and uh, uh, rode 30, 40 miles uh, together, which was just super. So how inspiring and cool is that to ride with your patients? Uh, tremendously, uh, tremendously so. Uh, both uh, very validating of the work that we do uh, in helping to care for these people uh, and and simply seeing my patients who are out there and and enjoying an activity that doesn't uh, tie in a negative way to their own tumor situation uh, seeing people getting getting on with life I, I tell my patients uh, that uh, they should uh, not let the, their tumor take any more of their life than it already has, and seeing them out riding and enjoying and interacting with others uh, really reinforces that concept. And Pelotonia is such a joyous, life-affirming day that that I, I, I imagine that helps yeah. your patients get to that point where they're very they've much retaken so. their life back. Yeah, very much so. And for you this year. Pelotonia 2018, you will be your first ride as a cancer patient. That's correct. Yeah. So you're going to have that same life-affirming moment. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very fortunate in, in that way. As you just heard, 
Rafe was recently diagnosed with cancer in January of 2017. He has chronic lymphocytic leukemia, or CLL, and he's getting the best care in the world here at the James. In a future podcast, I'll talk to Rafe and three other James docs, including Electra Peskett and Dave Carbone, about their cancer battles. It's a pretty special episode because they're such special people, and I feel very fortunate that they were kind enough to share their cancer journeys with us. So stay tuned. Our last Pelotonia memory comes from Jennifer Hargett. Jennifer is the Director of Marketing Communications here at the James, which makes her my boss. And Jennifer was kind enough to help me do a practice podcast as we geared up to go live. And I learned that Jennifer started at the James a few months before the first Pelotonia in 2009. And soon after she started here, she was diagnosed with cancer. My favorite is really that very first year in 2009. I had only been at the James for several months by that point. I was in active treatment uh, with my non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So we, as a team, we were there obviously Friday evening for the big event and had a nice tent and all of that. But then that evening, we actually just left and went straight to Athens where the finish was at that time. And we being you we and being the, the, the marketing team, team. Okay. yes, yes. So we all kind of caravan down yeah. there, which uh, was fun in and of itself. But uh, once we were there, and then the next morning, we all got up and then went to the finish line where we had our uh, tent, and then we were physically like going to each of the riders as they were coming through and giving them a, uh, a backpack with a variety of uh, materials. And were there socks in that? There pack? were. I still, yes, I still have mine. <laughs> Good, but um, it was. It was nice because one gentleman that um, that I gave a bag to, he stopped and he asked me about my health, and because it was clear that I was um, in treatment, uh, and he stopped and he asked if he could pray for me, and um, it was a very emotional, but also just um, I was blown away by this man had just you know traveled a hundred miles on a bike and he was taking a moment um you know to pray with me about you know my recovery and and my health and it's always stuck with me um that you know he stopped for a second and it and really you know the whole feeling of pelotonia and why you're riding and why you're there came fully through for him after that 100 miles to then, you know, have someone that was surviving cancer right there in front of him and to act on that. It was it was a very cool moment. Have you ever seen him again? No. <laughs> I think and it, I'm sure he probably has ridden many more times. I think we need to find him. Maybe yes. we're, we're, that'll be my mission. I'm going to find okay. him and we'll hook you up at the next Pelotonia, yes. which is will be the 10th, 10th anniversary, anniversary of the meeting. Isn't that, that crazy? Great. Yeah. So yeah. a lot has changed in 10 years for you. Yes. For Pelotonia, for the mm-hmm. James, and all of it's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're blown away by the success. Thank you, Jennifer, and everyone else for sharing all your great Pelotonia memories. If you're a Pelotonia rider, a virtual rider, volunteer, or donor, thank you for helping to make so many great memories for so many people and for raising so much money to end cancer. 
We'll see you on the road in August for Pelotonia number 10. This podcast is brought to you by the Ohio State University Comprehensive Cancer Center, Arthur G. James Cancer Hospital, and Richard J. Solov Research Institute. For more information, check out our website, cancer.osu.edu.